Hello, and welcome to The Bear Life with your host, Kalia of Paparoxy.com. The Bear Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday, busy people how to simplify. Welcome to today's show. Um, We are going to be discussing detoxing daily. Detoxing is like all the rage these days. Everybody's trying to detox from one thing or another. And so I just figured we'd talk about it, but in a simple way. So how you can incorporate some simple routines into your life on how you can detox and get rid of the toxins that are within you, because that is real. Even though it is a fad, it is something that we should be working on and conscious of, and not just detoxing in your diet, but detoxing mentally and emotionally, um, being mindful. These things are really important as well. So to discuss this topic, I have my friend and blogger, Fifi Buchanan here from divinehostess.com. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. So I love your brand. I love your videos. I follow you on Instagram mostly because that's usually the only one that I'm on. I can't keep (laughs) up. Um, And I love how you, I love what you share because it's very inspiring to see how you go along your everyday life, but incorporate so many healthy um, routines and exercise and just so many things into your everyday life. So to me, it seems very, very relatable. And that's why I enjoy following your content. So what was the passion behind starting the Divine Hostess? Um, I definitely resonate with things that are authentic and relatable. That's just kind of who I am. Um, But the Divine Hostess actually comes from my admiration for the virtuous woman. It was just my way of modernizing the, the name for it. And I just thought about some of the women in my family who are so good at entertaining and just bringing people into their home and you know, just being able to whip up a meal quickly. I remember in high school, I'd have like friends over and my mom would be like, are you guys hungry? And she would just like whip up a pie or like, you know, she would just like from scratch, just make amazing food and just make people feel comfortable. And so um, as I got into adulthood, I just wanted to be able to do that same thing. And especially learning about health. It was like, well, how can I still enjoy cooking and entertaining, but also make food that's like good for me and makes me feel good. No, I love that. Um, <laughs> I, I I need to be invited over your house for no, your mom. We would have fun. <laughs> no, authenticity is so important. And I think uh, I know for myself and my journey growing up, you always are trying to fit in. And then you just get to this point where you're like, wait, I'm cool. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I can just be me. Wait a minute. Exactly. Exactly. And it's funny that you say that because that's one of the main things and why I love um, following you and I love your brand because you do, you are very authentic and it's something that people like me are inspired by. So thank you. Thank you so much. So we are going to get into detoxing right away. Um, you know, when it comes to detoxing, we don't realize a lot of the toxicity in our food, um, in our environment from, I know for me living on the East coast, I drive into work every day and you guys, and on the West coast, you have all the smog, Yes, right. <laughs> you know, you're, you're constantly taking in all of these things. I don't know 
how harmful it is that all this Wi-Fi is going through our bodies every day. Yeah. But we, we've yet to know it. Um, and just, you know, I try to eat organic, but I don't all the time. So, you know, just taking in different pesticides and just, it's a lot of stuff going on in our body. So I know for myself, creating daily detox uh, routines and rituals has really improved my health. It's improved my immune system. Um, I work in a school for my nine to five right now. And so I am always around the kids with the most germs. And <laughs> it is not always a fun thing. Um, I know my first few years when I was working here and I wasn't as uh, on it and healthy about doing detoxing rituals, I got sick all of the time. Oh, so if you, even being a commuter, like my sister commutes back and forth to New York every day um, in the subway and just, you're always exposed to different toxins, different germs and things like that. So even sharing these tips with my family has been really awesome because you're going to boost your immunity. I, I never get, God, thank God, I, I never really get sick at my school or out with a cold or a flu. And I've been able to help like my uh, coworkers do the same. So um, we're going to jump right into it. So a lot of internal detoxing. Um, and what I want to ask you, Phoebe, like, what do you, do you um, have a detoxing ritual? What do you feel about that? Um, what's been your experience? I love detoxing. And I think that sometimes when things become trendy, then someone wants to kind of jump up and say, hold on, it's not all as good as you think it is. It's only to be done in moderation. But um, we are not receiving toxins in moderation. We're receiving them in high quantities. So I really don't see the problem. Now, I do say that if it's a, it's a more serious detox, then those should be done in moderation. Um, but there are gentle ways, you know, just including uh, putting some lemon or lime in your in your water with a pinch of, of cayenne is a detox, you know, or even just drinking water. I, I will call it a, a water detox if I just choose to double my water intake for the day. Sometimes I just don't feel as well or it can help with like constipation, whatever it is. So I will just increase my water. That is a form of detoxing. And so I, I'm all about it, but I do usually start out the year with some sort of detox. I usually start out the year with uh, the Daniel fast, which is going completely plant-based, but I, I kind of make my own alterations, which includes no refined sugar and zero salt. So um, I'll do that for 21 days. And I also usually do uh, some sort of a, a parasite cleanse, which I do the very natural type. So if you look at the pills, it'll usually have like cranberry extract, walnut extract, and just a bunch of natural things that are known to kill, be, um, kill parasites. And I think that's important. I mean, if you ever eat out, if you ever do anything, walk around barefoot, there's lots of ways to get exposed and it's but it's such a gentle one the one I usually choose will be like a 10 day and I'll try to eat a little cleaner while I do it um those are ones that I, I usually rotate throughout the year and um, you know I just think it's super important to helping my uh digestive system work properly yeah I mean that's so that's so um cool that you incorporate that into your everyday life and I know for me what I've recently started doing was um coffee enemas and so they've been like really, really life-changing for me. And I know that's been a great way to get rid of parasites as well. Um, but right now I do it about once a week and during maybe more cleansing times when I'm maybe juicing or fasting or doing something like that, I'll up it and do, do it maybe once a day for a week. 
Um, but really, I mean, with all this advice, guys, make sure that you take precautions, you do your own research, you check with your doctors if necessary. Um, but it has totally changed my life because what happens is with the co when the coffee enters into your lower intestine, your liver actually starts to excrete toxins. And so your body, for every five minutes that the coffee is inside of you, your liver is excreting toxins, um, which is amazing. And um, they've talked about it. I don't know if you're familiar with the Gerson therapy um, and Dr. Gerson um, and how he treats patients with how he treated patients with terminally ill cancer. Um, but that was one of the ways was with uh, coffee enemas and fresh juices. And in my own experience, it's helped me clear up um, some of my acne um, and just get more of a boost of energy because I don't feel like my body's working as hard to eliminate toxins. Um, so yeah, that's also to be announced too. I'm sure there's more, uh, <laughs> more benefits that are um, in stock as I continue down the coffee in my journey. Um, but also, I don't know if you, Fifi, uh, drink uh, alcohol, but I loved wine from time to time. And so I'll definitely take uh, that time to just cleanse my body from that. And also like mental things, <laughs> you know, um, I tend to get uh, very weighed down and stressed out when I have a lot going on in my life. So my form of detox is really taking a moment to step back from a lot of those things and just have like real rest, which I still struggle with. Um, but I'm very type A, so I'm always like, add more, add more. And uh, I believe that, you know, we have to take those moments to detox from those things as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and it, it, as you know that at that time is needed, you have to do it right then. I think sometimes people think that a detox has to start on a Monday. I'm going to start Monday. No, start right when you are feeling overwhelmed. That's the time to start and not pile on. And so for me on Sunday, I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed, but Sunday is a really great day to reset. And so um, when I came home from church, I did not turn the television on, so I didn't get lost in any shows or anything. And I thought, this is a great time to do some reading. For me, reading has always been a great escape. Um, and I feel like it, it's a way for your imagination to kind of run wild, which is really inspiring if you're a writer. And so I just did uh, some reading and then I also listened to an audio book and that was a really great way to just quiet out some of the noise from reading. I'm not going to be scrolling on social media. I'm not taking any phone calls. I'm simply just, you know, listening and considering the information from the book. And I, I had two books that I was reading, something fiction and something nonfiction that I was going back and forth between. And that's a form of detox. So the fact that there are so many ways to do detoxing it just can't be bad. It's just beneficial. No, and and it's a part. I think it's a part of a healthy life, you know, because um, we, we're. I know my pastor will say we're like rivers. So you know, as things flow into us, we have to allow things to flow out. And wow. yeah. so the good things flow out, you know, like when we're giving and we're we're making our imprint on this world. But then also we have bad things that get blocked up within us, and those things need to come out. Um, and we also have like a lot of external things that like we mentioned, we're not in control of, so we can't control how much, you know, maybe we breathe in toxins from smog mm -hmm. and things like that, or, um, you know, our overexposure to te technology because of our job. So we're constantly like looking at a screen, mm -hmm. um, and just 
general chaos. Like I know for me working in a school, sometimes I'll come in and I'll be so like on cloud nine and I'll come in and everyone's like, this happened, this kid got hurt, this parent wants to speak to you, this yes. happened and this happened. Or if, you, if you're if you a mom or business owner, I'm sure you're used to walking in and just all hell breaking loose. Yep. Fire and, to put out, yep. And you, you have to be able to be on in those moments and be able to give. And taking time to detox away from those things is really essential, I believe, to overall health and wellness. So, so we're going to get into some different tips that you can use to detox daily. Um, and so that it's not so overwhelming. I know sometimes hearing the word detox, you're like, what is that? What? And you're like, oh, I'm not about to go on a water fast for 50 days or something. Right. Nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not what we're talking about. Just different little things that you can do to create some healthy routines in your life. Um, so the first one is starting your day out with some type of fresh juice. Is that something that you do, Fifi, or what's been your experience with uh, juicing? So I love juicing, but I don't have a juicer. So okay. when I lived with my sister, she would make a lot of the juices. Just knowing me, I, I just, I'm not consistent enough to actually own one. So I do buy them, um, but I'm more of a smoothie type of person. And I think that that can still be beneficial. It's just that that actually, um, you know, you keep all the fiber and the, the calories are a little higher. So I usually, um, even though I wake up really early, I don't usually eat until an hour or two later. So I usually start with water. It could be plain water. Sometimes if I want to really boost it, I do warm water with lemon and maybe cayenne. Um, but like I said, I do like the juice. It's just more so if I make it out of the house to buy one. Yeah, I know. And and then sometimes I'm like lazy, so I don't always put my juicer together. Um, mm-hmm. But I do, I, I think as I've aged, I want to be, I'm more aware of how much sugar I take in too. Mm-hmm. And so smoothies are better sometimes because they have the fiber to cut that sugar content and what your body's mm-hmm. taking in. Right. Um, but when I do juice and something that has been a part of my morning routine, I try to do things that are very detoxifying, like mm-hmm. lemon, like celery, um, beets are really good um, because they're going to clean blood out. Ginger's good. Turmeric root is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that first thing in the morning actually help me to eliminate faster. It helps me mm-hmm. to um, just get like a nice boost in the morning. And I really do try to focus on that um, within the first hour of me waking up. And like you said, our next tip is drinking plenty of water. It's so important after being on a fast literally all night, eight mm-hmm. nine hours that you're rehydrating your body. And I actually have a funny story about that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not always the best person to drink a lot of water. It's something that I have to do like a half a gallon at one time a day and then another oh, half another because I can't remember to drink throughout the day. But for maybe like two weeks, I was waking up in the middle of the night with this like insane hunger. Like I was waking up like I need to make like a huge sandwich or eat like a pasta dinner. And it was because I was severely thirsty. Oh my God. So our bodies, for some people, we can't, we'll have that initial thirst, but once it passes a certain point, the hunger and thirst look pretty identical. And so I knew I wasn't really hungry because I had just had a huge dinner and I was like, this makes no sense. I don't know what's going on, but I had up my workout routine. So I was sweating more and I needed more water in my body. 
And so I woke up in the middle of the night, extremely thirsty, actually. And that's why it's so important, guys, to have a detox, have a water, have enough water through your day, because that's actually going to help you to detoxify your body, especially in the morning. Absolutely. And actually, after you've been dehydrated, it can take up to 72 hours for your body to get back to normal. Wow. And so if you've ever had a time where you spent a lot of time out at the park or the fair or out hiking and you, you kind of feel like you may be dehydrated, it may take a little time. It's not like you can say, oh, I'm dehydrated, so let me just go drink 100 ounces and that's going to fix it. It doesn't. That's got to run through your body. So that's something I've learned. And we just got to be patient with ourselves. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. I actually was just talking to a family member about that. Um, he was saying, like, for the first day of him being dehydrated, he all the water was just running straight through him. Yeah. And um, so he actually added a little bit of salt to his water to make it, that. Yeah, make it stick. And I know you work out a lot as mm-hmm. well. Um, how have you, like, I guess battled um, – I know we're getting a little off, but how have you battled um, – you know, just staying hydrated as an athlete and staying fit and active. Yeah. So, I mean, it is tricky because some of the workouts I'll do, you lose so much water in such a short period of time, but I just make sure that that's the focus when I leave. But um, I usually like fresh fruits and veggies to hydrate. I just sometimes can't gulp down 32 ounces of water, but my body may really need that amount. So I usually use like a meal prep container and I will put a bunch of cucumber slices, some berries, and then some citrus. And those are all really juicy type things. Um, and that's what I usually have initially before guzzling down water. But I do sip water throughout the class as well. Sometimes when you're in like yoga or whatever class, you feel like you've got to be super obedient to the teacher. Okay, they're saying do this. But if you are feeling, you know, thirsty, stop, take a few sips, you know, take some deep breaths and go back to it. There's no need to overwork yourself to the point where you're going to be injured. So I drink throughout, but then I also hydrate with those fruits and veggies, especially because I also like to go to the steam room after, and that can also, you know, be kind of dehydrating. So I try to really be mindful of that. It's just, you know, I know that we should drink water, but we should also remember that there is some water that comes from really healthy foods that we eat as well. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. And I know... um... I was raw vegan for a little bit of time. Um, and that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but I didn't need as much water um, as I required now um, because I was eating a lot of foods that had a huge water content. And I mean, my diet was fruits and vegetables. So it was, yeah. it was just all water. So I, you know, I didn't, I didn't need as much water. So I definitely relate to what you're saying. Um, but yeah, guys, water, drinking plenty of water is going to be another simple way that you can detox every day. And I know, especially in the morning, it's so important that we're, we're getting our water in. So the next point, which I, I'm really excited about is, um, creating time to have no distractions. Ideally mm-hmm. an hour, but I know not all of us have an hour to give. Um, to that, but creating a specific time during our day in our daily routine where we are having no distractions is going to be very detoxifying. So Fifi, in your experience, do you do that already? Or is it something that, okay, I've gone a few days and now let me just take this hour to kind of reset? Yeah, so I definitely do it every morning. I'm a morning person, hopefully not the annoying kind. You know, like some people are just so chipper in the morning. I, I'm a morning person in that 
my brain is, is, is on. I'm highly functioning and I like to wake up early. So um, for me, that's my best time to devote. And I think it, it sets the mode for the rest of the day. If you start your day out with devoting it to yourself and to what your intentions are for the day, and for me, being spiritual, if I set it that way, then that sort of helps me for the rest of the day. Um, it's not about the amount of time you spend. It's that it is distraction-free. But you need to be compassionate towards yourself so you can't then say, oh, I'm fidgeting. Oh, I'm so distracted. Because then it's like you're being hard on yourself and it's so unnecessary. So some days won't be an hour for me and some days I don't actually need an hour. Um, and I have to set my phone either away from me or in like airplane mode because what I found is, so say in the morning when I'm journaling and reading the Bible, um, I want to get to a chapter and then I want to get through some notes uh, about it. If I have my phone on, then that practice is going to take me 90 minutes when I could have been done in 35 minutes, for instance. So it's really about being dedicated to it being distraction-free because sometimes we don't realize how we drag things out. You know, it's just kind of like when you see people in the grocery store on their cell phones and they tend to be wandering because they're trying to have a conversation, but they're also like trying to do an activity. It's best if we stop with the multitasking. I think that human beings are a lot worse than they think at multitasking. Like, I think we all think we're like super good at it. Let me just do these three things and knock them out. We end up doing them all in a not as quality of a way and we don't have the presence of mind sometimes to see if we've made a mistake or not caught something so when i'm at like the store shopping and i'm texting a friend i'm not noticing that the cashier has charged me twice for something you know and so the same for your like time of meditation or time of calm even if it's five minutes let it be the most productive distraction free five minutes that it can possibly be that's going to benefit you more than I'm going to stay in this, you know, on this yoga mat for an hour and it's, you know, I'm not getting up until the hour is over. That's not really as helpful when you're kind of adding stress to your day. Mm -hmm. Wow. You took me to school, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's so good. I definitely struggle with the distractions and it draws out the process longer. And I think it's kind of funny too, because like, I'll be having such a good moment and I'm like, oh, I should share this. And then you're right. on your phone. Yes. Not only do you share it, but then you watch like 10 other stories, uh, scroll through a million things. Yes. I'm like, oh, as much as I want to be inspiring, I'm also mm -hmm. taking away from the point of me doing the exact thing right. I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So we just have to take the picture of it and save it and we can, we can upload it later because it is great to inspire people. You know, and even in my yoga class, my one of my instructors mentioned it's okay for me to bring a notebook because she knows that I'm a podcaster and I write stories. So she said, yeah, sure, write them down. If, if you feel inspired, write the idea down and then just come back to the practice. So I think you can use that in life in general. Um, get used to maybe making notes in your cell phone or somewhere else. And then it's kind of like we have to make sure we get it first before we give it away. And that helps to turn your phone off, put it on silent, get what you need, and then say, oh, I'm so refreshed. Now I can come online and share with people who follow me. I love that. I love how uh, forgiving you are with yourself because I definitely uh, see how that translates into the content that you produce. And I think it's definitely a draw for me because I'm like a militant girl. <laughs> like, it is this way. And I'm right. like, oh, I have to be forgiving. And I can be that way too. That's why I'm trying my best to be compassionate towards myself and we're naturally distracted as human beings, which is why we're even having this conversation. I think we, we're easily distractible. It's just fact of life, you know, but we deal with it as the best we can. Yeah.
No, that's so good. That's so good. Um, another tip that we had was to journal. Um, I know I've been really trying to get into the practice of, um, of journaling every day. And I'm reading um, this book, uh, The Art of Creativity. I'll, I'll post the information in the name of the book, but she talks about, um, I think it's Julia Cameron. And she po post talks about uh, morning pages and getting out all these things. Um, she calls it your sensor. Uh, getting out all these things in the morning um, so that you are able to be more productive and creative throughout the day. Not just if you're a writer, but for everybody. Um, and I know it's something I struggle with actually sitting down and doing meditations as well. Um, and so for me, journaling is a part of that meditation and it's something active, but I also is like, I can process my thoughts and I end up looking back at a lot of my journals and realizing that I knew what to do. Um, even when I thought I was confused, I oh gosh, like yeah. <laughs> my, my subconscious and that inner, inner spirit knew exactly what to do, but I just, maybe I went against that, you know? So mm -hmm. I felt, I feel like keeping, keeping a journal has helped me stay more grounded and centered. And it's helped me detox a lot of the voices that maybe are around me kind of pulling me different ways or looking at social media and you're like, hey, I should go and do this or I should go and do that. Right. I should go and do this. And it's like, no, this is what you need to do. And <laughs> this is where you are. So what's been your experience journaling? Um, and do you keep a journal or what's that like? Yeah, journaling is nice. I, I like to look back because it's like, I get a chance to see how much I've grown and matured. And yeah. then also when I write down things that I'm praying for, it's really cool to see those things that have come to fruition as well. So um, just a combination of like priorities and my understanding of things uh, is really helpful. So if I've read like some scripture, I've read a book and I write down my understanding, it's really cool later on to say, oh, now I have this new revelation about this book that I've read three times and just comparing those things, um, just Committing it to paper is really helpful. So it's not just like in my head, causing me distraction throughout the day too. So um, sometimes at night I have to journal just because if I don't, then I'm distracted and I don't sleep as well. So it's just a nice way to kind of say, okay, those things are on paper. I can deal with them tomorrow when I wake up. Because right now it's time to rest. Now I love that. I love that. It's, it's, it's a, it really is a way of detoxing your mind and preparing mm -hmm. you and you're, you know, what you mentioned for sleep or, um, you know, to give, get over a hump or whatever it is. And looking yeah. back over just your journey, I think that's, that's detoxifying in and of itself. You know, yeah. you, you think, wow, I'm not as bad as I think that I am, mm -hmm. or, you know, allows you to be a little bit more forgiving for yourself. So I, I love that's that. Cool. Eating detoxifying foods um, is really helpful so if you're not maybe into taking a break from eating completely you can eat some detoxifying foods and some of my favorites are um, beets grapefruit ginger um, and my body beets are super detoxifying I mean I I have all I remember one time eating a bunch of beets and even getting a little dizzy because the amount of the, how much it was cleaning out my blood and all the wow. detoxifying effects within me. Um, but I think eating detoxifying foods, maybe for a period of time, maybe if you say, hey, for a week, I'm going to eat a few things that are a little bit more detoxifying is actually a really great way to do something, but not 
you know, feel like I'm deprived or Mm -hmm. I have to stop my normal routine. You're just adding something to it. So I also do it because I have a lot of food intolerances. And so there are foods that I basically react to if I eat too many of them. And maybe I go to a restaurant and don't realize that something is in my food. So uh, there's also forms of detoxing where you really simplify your diet. And so sometimes I'll do that. You know, I'll keep it really simple. And it's kind of like, okay, I know bananas work. So I'm going to keep it really simple with my smoothie in the morning. It's just going to be bananas, cashew milk, and cinnamon, you know, something like that. And so different things. That, that can also be very detoxifying, especially if you're trying to figure out maybe what caused the reaction or just trying to soothe the inflammation in your body. So that's that's something that kind of comes up a lot because every two or three months, it seems like there's a flare up of, well, I ate out and I didn't know this was in my food. Like I, um, as a vegetarian, being allergic to sesame is tough. It's tahini, you know? And so there's been a couple of times when I didn't know it was in my food and it was, and um I'll, I'll try to simplify my diet for that time. I'm definitely, uh, and like I said, bananas have been like a saving grace for me. Um, but I'll also try to stay with the sprouted grains, which are easier to digest. That can also be pretty detoxifying. Um, and, and lots of water, lots and lots of water. It's so helpful. Yeah, no, that's so good. I love that. I'm, I love the idea of simplifying uh, your diet during to detox. That's so awesome. And I know even when I was raw vegan for a while, like they talked about having mono meals, yes. um, which the mono meals actually help your body take a break from digesting all of these different items at once. Um, and so I knew I felt a lot more detoxified when I maybe would have just bananas for for uh, breakfast. Um, and then also it gives your body a break from trying to, um, digest maybe something like quinoa and something as, uh, like kale at, you know, di- your body has to do different things. And so that actually is what creates gas in our body is your body, di- you know, digesting different things, uh, that have a different digestion rate. So I think that's awesome. Um, and then I'll combine the last two because I think we've been kind of kind of combining a lot of them anyway. Um, but getting enough rest and relaxing and then praying and practicing gratitude. I know for me, they go hand in hand. I've been really trying to keep like some sort of Sabbath day, some day where I'm just completely at rest. Um, it is difficult. So guys, pray for me because <laughs> I, I certainly struggle with that. Um, but having that rest has been so integral and detoxifying all the busyness from my schedule has been so integral and in how effective I am as a person. So, you know, I recently took a month off of my life to, to travel and I didn't realize how tired I was until I actually was like there resting. And so it made me realize that I need to practice resting every week at least um and having a day where i'm completely at rest and then also what happened was in that time of rest i had more time to pray and i practiced gratitude even more um because i was able to actually stop and reflect and um you know it's just so important i didn't realize the importance even in the the bible talks about hey you should rest these are this is so integral in being an effective and healthy human being. Um, so tell me a little bit about your experience. I know I kind of put a lot of things together. <laughs> so yeah, definitely sleep is a huge thing. And there are definitely times when I'm just 
not able to sleep through the night or I have difficulty, but I, I put a lot of importance on it. I definitely am intentional about my bedtime. I'm not sure why as adults we stray so far from routine, but what was effective as children is that most of us, our parents gave us a bedtime. They didn't just let you run around till you fell out. They would like, you know, my, my mom, it was the worst. We hated being reminded. It'd be like 6.45 or my mom would be like, okay, it's 6.45. You're getting ready for bed at 7.30 and you're going to bed at eight. And I was like, you're totally ruining my moment. Like, I don't want to think about you know, going to bed when it's only 6.45. But now as an adult, that's a really great practice to start mentally preparing myself so that I don't start an activity that takes longer than an hour. You know, so maybe if I know if I'm going to bed at 11, then, you know, maybe 10, 15 is not the time to start a new show on Netflix or something. It's going to take longer. Because really, if you want to be in bed at 11, then you've got to start ramping down, right? So I... And starting to go back to some of those habits I had as a kid, which were forced upon me as an adult so that I can make sure I get rest. So the iPhone has um, a bedtime now. And I used to set bedtime alarms before that feature was even there. To set, so it says, okay, you have to go to bed at 11. You're going to get a reminder at 1030. But if you know you're like a slow person to ramp down, then you've got to start even earlier than that. You've got to do your hair. You've got a skin routine. You've got to clean up. You know, there are different things that we should be doing to set ourselves up for success. And it looks a lot like it looks when we were kids because kids thrive on, on routine. Well, so do adults. I mean, that's why there's order in the military and everywhere else there's order because we thrive on that. There's that you can vary from it, but still knowing, okay, but I have to go to bed at 11. So that means even if you're talking to your best friend and it's 1035, you know what? I, you know, I, I better get going because I've got to be in bed in the next 20 minutes. Um, can we pick this up tomorrow? Is there any way? Because it's just crazy. Time seems to fly after 8 p.m. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Mm-hmm. After 8 p.m., like, it was, I just looked at the clock. It was literally just 8.45. How is it 10.30? You know, and so you've got to set yourself up for success um, ahead of time. And that doesn't come from just waiting until you're sleepy. It, it comes from having a bedtime. It has, comes from having a bedtime routine, making sure your, your bedroom gets dark. For me, it was having really nice uh, sheets. So that they're nice and cool and comfortable, having a good pillow. There's different things that I needed to feel comfortable. I've got this little roll-on um, lavender oil, and it's mixed mm-hmm. with like a carrier oil, and I kind of rub a little behind my ears, just something peaceful. Different things that just make sure I can get to sleep and stay asleep. And you know, prayer and meditation, those can be helpful too, especially if you're kind of an insomniac in the middle of the night. Um, Sometimes it's good to get out of bed. I have a yoga mat in more than one place. I have one in my bedroom. And sometimes I get out of bed and get onto the yoga mat and just stretch out a little bit. And just that act of kind of like getting up and changing and then getting back in bed is really helpful for me getting a good night of rest. Mm -hmm. What's tempting is to check your phone because that's what a lot of people use as a clock. But then when you check your phone, you see a text came in and then you jump on social media and now you're scrolling and then you're posting on social media that you can't sleep. Uh, this is not good. It's better to stay away from things that have a lot of light, especially blue light that comes from electronics because those are stimulating. It's better to just leave the cell phone there and just do a little stretching, some deep breathing and get yourself back to a place where you can be still. Mm-hmm. Um, so also speaking of the electronics, I have something on my laptop called Flux. It's F dot L-U-X. And what it does is it emits blue light during the day and a more orange light after the sun goes down. And so when you're working on your computer, it's actually going to cause you to get a little bit more sleepy when it's time for bed. 
Uh, you can turn it off if you're editing or doing anything like that where you need the colors to be exact. But you can look and it's actually tracking the sunrise in your neighborhood so that it's adjusting because that's uh, also what affects, you know, our hormones, right? In our body, that's why some people need to take like melatonin. Light is, you know, it affects us. So that's been good for me, especially when I was in grad school. Because students just stay up all night. They stay up all night. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. It wasn't effective for me. So doing that, it kind of made, okay, I'm pretty sleepy. You know what? I probably should just go to bed and pick this up tomorrow. And so, yeah. Wow, that's really good. You dropped so many dimes. I'm sitting here like, yes, I need to I need to work on my bedtime routine and you know. Oh, I it real that makes so much sense. Like we forget that as a child like there were things that were very effective and being in a school I know like our schedule works it helps the children behave yeah. better. It helps mm-hmm. them uh, have more security. Mm-hmm. And getting back to that is so important as adults. It's just, I, I'm one of the ones that just drops dead at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then I try to wake up at 5 a.m. and do everything. And then I'm mm-hmm. tired by the weekend. So exhausting. Oh, I can't, I can't. But yeah, thank you so much, Fever, for sharing your points. Um, just to recap a little bit. Um, You know, we talked about starting your day with fresh juice, drinking plenty of water, allowing time for quietness and stillness, journaling, eating detoxifying foods or simplifying your meals, getting enough rest and practicing uh, prayer, gratitude. It's so important. Well, thank you. We have to have you back, Fifi. Thanks so much for your tips. We enjoyed it. All right. Take care. The Bear Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday busy people how to simplify.